This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today, President Biden visited Superior, Wisconsin, to talk about infrastructure and the economy. The results are in, and Biden did okay. Let's just say on a Wisconsin cheese scale, they said, not that sharp. That was a sharp cheese reference there. The... I like the sharp cheddar myself. I, I prefer the white cheddar to the yellow cheddar, though, don't you? I hope that's not racist. The other one's yellow. But, you know, the yellow man can be a mellow man, right? What was that? That was at the uh, Barack Obama inauguration, right? Talking about the uh, various races as Democrats are so fond of doing, ironically. Well, happy Friday to you and welcome back once again. It's true, Joe Biden did try to speak in uh, Wisconsin and uh, he mangled just about everything. We've got a number of audio actualities for you. That's radio talk for sound bites and stuff. And uh, Joe Biden not doing real well with the talking part yesterday. And also he wandered over, you see him press his ear against a wooden beer keg, a big beer keg. He walked over and he pressed the side of his head against a beer keg like maybe there's one of his old Senate staffers trapped inside of the barrel or something. It's a, it's a Democrat thing we wouldn't understand, I think might be, might be the answer. I've got, a, uh, I've got a lot on my plate and I intend to share it with you today. We've got a crisis going on in the United States. The federal government is waging a kind of civil war against Texas because Texas wants to secure our border, and the federal government, that is to say the Biden administration and the Democrats, want an open border. They want a wide open border with terrorists and drug cartels flowing in and more fentanyl deaths. They're hoping for that. They want more child sex trafficking. The Democrats want more rape trees with the women's underwears underwears on the uh, branches of the trees because they're not on our side, the Democrat Party. They're not liberals. They're the left, and they're not on our side, and they prove it every day with this battle going on between Texas and uh, the uh, federal government. it, It reveals the fact that the federal government is not on the side of the American people. It reveals that the Biden administration and Joe Biden himself and behind the curtain, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama's back there, too. She wants to force trickle-down economics. It'll be mandatory. Trickle-down economics will be mandatory. Giggle, giggle. Uh, And then, you know, the rail spurs and the death camps were stood up. The uh, the Democrat Party is not on our side. They're, they're uh, They're not friends of humanity. They're not friends of the United States of America. And uh, there's a lot to say about that today. But Trump, this is a headline from Fox News, Trump urges states to surge National Guard uh, to Texas 
as Abbott's standoff with Biden accelerates. Now, I believe that we made that, I made that recommendation yesterday morning. About 24 hours ago, I made that very same recommendation. Said Republican governors around the country should load up buses and airplanes with their National Guard troops, move those National Guard troops down. Every Republican governor in the country should be doing this moving National Guard troops down to Texas to secure our border in defiance of the corrupt federal government. Dirty, filthy, rotten, corrupt Biden administration. And then, as I said yesterday, load up the buses and the planes that they fly down there with uh, National Guard people, load them up with illegal aliens, and on the airplanes, move them all to Martha's Vineyard, on the buses, move them to Chicago and New York and Washington, D.C. I live in Washington, D.C. That's exactly what should be happening right now. The Republican governors should present a unified front against the corrupt Biden administration and the corrupt Democrats and move. And I think President Trump has a great idea. I, I, I was And yesterday, as I explained yesterday, it was my best girl that came up with the idea yesterday morning while we were sitting on the couch uh, taking in the news. And, and my best girl said, you know, all the Republican governors around the country should send all their National Guard troops down to down to Texas, activate, mobilize the National Guard in state after state. And now we have 25 states, 25 governors. They're all Republicans because the Democrats are not on our side. But the, uh, and that means America, not the Republican side, but the Democrats are not on the side of America or Western civilization. It's sad, it's tragic, because they used to be, but they're not anymore. And I don't know what more evidence you need. Uh, go out and get carjacked. The, oh, speaking of which, yesterday, in, uh, I heard on the, the news on WMAL radio this morning in Washington, D.C., about a, a woman now in custody in Prince George's County in Maryland. Don't say PG County because that's racist. But in Prince George's County, a woman is in custody, and uh, she ran over five people deliberately in three different locations and hit-and-run attacks and stabbed two people two people stabbed in two different locations, and all that police can say about her is that she is a Democrat. That's all that we know so far. Appears to be in the video that they released, surveillance video, looks like from the gas station, a woman of color, a Biden voter, a Biden supporter, and um, a Democrat Party fan, and she's in custody now, but she's a psychopath. Now, if we're trying to figure out uh, if there's a racial component to this as they're so often is, but um, we decided, Michael and I discussing this morning, that if the woman, young African-American woman, it looks like, attacked and ran over five white people and stabbed two white people, that would not be a part of the story. That, wouldn't be, that would be left out. The news media would not see that as a newsworthy element in the story. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But back to Texas, and the, as the headline says on my story sheet today, the coming civil war, the coming civil war, Trump urges states to surge National Guard to Texas as Abbott standoff with Biden accelerates. We've got uh, kind of a, uh, a battle. I don't want to say a war, but a battle between the states. You know, uh, Barack Obama is going to get all kinds of awards, and Michelle Obama, because they're executive producers of movies now, because Hollywood, Hot Tub, Circle Fest, you know how it works. And they're at Netflix, and they pay them tens of millions of dollars to review other people's scripts and see if they can make them the script's more racist and more polarizing and more divisive. And they executive produce what's it called? Leave the World Behind. And it's an apocalypse takes place in the United States and only the United States. The rest of the world we don't know anything about. 
but we are getting our comeuppance from, you know, the, the, the Satan-worshipping uh, after-school Satan club people. And everything terrible happens in the United States of America. And, and naturally, Barack and Michelle Obama are the executive producers of the movie. And it, and it is being described as, and I, and I watched it, my best girl and I, we watched it. It's pretty terrible. And it is a, an America gets apocalypse all its own, gets an apocalypse all, all its own uh, in the Barack and Michelle Obama movie. And, and that's interesting enough. But the Democrats in Hollywood are also coming out this year with a movie uh, eloquently called Civil War. It's just called Civil War. That's all you need to know about it. And it's about the coming Civil War. This is a big major Hollywood production with stars and big-time producers and directors and stuff. And uh, Civil War, that's the, the Democrats. And I talked about it uh, m- more than a month ago when it, when it first popped up. We played the trailer for you of the movie of the coming Civil War. And they love this. And, and again, Netflix with M- Barack and Michelle Obama with their apocalyptic uh, anti-American movie because they're not on our side and they don't like us. It's an amazing thing. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is the son of Robert F. Kennedy Sr., who was shot in the head by Sirhan Sirhan. I mentioned that yesterday, too. And RFK Jr. praises Texas in the battle with Biden over border. That's uh, the people at the the Hill in Washington, D.C. But Robert F. Kennedy Jr. tweeting, you know, it's an ex-post, Texas is right. RFK Jr. says, Texas is right. Biden's failure to secure the border leaves states no choice but to take matters into their own hands. As president, he says, he thinks he's running for president. As president, I will end this humanitarian crisis once and for all. Nuclear weapons, maybe. I will secure the border and destroy the business model of the drug cartels. A country without borders is not a country at all. And then he's got uh, pound sign Kennedy 24 because he really thinks he's running for president. It's, it's a Kennedy thing you wouldn't understand. Amazing stuff. Um, but that, that is a, you know, that's a good for him on his, on his tweet. Uh, he's right about half the time. That might be generous, but, uh, but maybe not. He's, I think he's right about half the time. And uh, breaking news from, from uh, SCNR. 25 Republican governors signed letter backing Texas Governor Greg Abbott's right to secure the border. Are the Democrats pushing a civil war in the United States of America, the Joe Biden administration? Now we've broken down um, how many states were there in the Confederacy? I think there were 11 states in the Confederacy and, and kind of two junior members, something like that. And now we've got 25, and it's all Republicans, of course, signing the letter because the Democrats would go down and blow up America along the border and wave ISIS and Hamas and everybody else and the cartels into the country, and they'd hand over your daughters because they're not on our side. But I'll uh, up, update you on that, share with you. I mean, the states, you can probably already predict who the states are, but uh, amazing stuff. Also, uh, Nikki Haley, the RNC yesterday, said that they're declaring President Trump the pre- presumptive nominee for the Republican Party. And Nikki Haley says, who cares what the RNC says? She doesn't care what the RNC, because it's kind of a, a you know kick in the pants for her from the RNC saying that Trump is the pre- presumptive nominee after two states. We had the Iowa caucuses and then the New Hampshire primary. 
Trump won them both handily, of course. Nikki Haley lost them both handily. The Democrats tampered in the primary in New Hampshire to the extent that they could, and probably to a pretty significant extent they tampered there. And so uh, this is uh, this is fascinating stuff. Oh yeah, speaking of which, I uh, uh, speaking of uh, tampering, the Democrats tampering in the election. The I mentioned it yesterday while we were still on the air, but the front page headline, the upper right hand corner of the A sectional of the Washington Post. They have the A sectional. They have the Metro sectional. And the headline is Biden to send CIA director to help broker Gaza deal. Burns, William Burns is his name. Really nobody knows these days. Burns to meet with key parties, comma, officials say. Uh, and and I'm looking at this, sending the CIA director to the Middle East to try to negotiate this war. I sure hope it doesn't get in the way of the CIA meddling in the presidential election this year. Because, you know, last time the CIA... Uh, penitentiary face Brennan and and the rest of them. Uh, 51 signed on to that corrupt letter, falsely claiming, suggesting, you know, that Hunter laptop reporting, Hunter Biden laptop reporting in the New York Post had all the earmarks of Russian disinformation, when in reality the penitentiary face Brennan letter signed by 51 had all the earmarks of Russian disinformation and a Russian information operation run against the American people on behalf of Joe Biden because they knew that Joe Biden would be good for the tyrants of the world. Got to keep that in mind at all times. The left is great great news for the tyrants of the world. Um, as I've been saying for many years, only the tyrants of the world need fear the wrath of the United States of America. But if the tyrants of the world do not fear the wrath of the United States of America, then the tyrants of the world have nothing to fear. And that's where we are today. And so Biden has sent his CIA director, William Burns, to help with the Gaza. And, uh, you know, honestly, I guess they'll have other people back here that can still tamper in our elections, can still meddle in our elections, still corrupt our elections, because that's part of their role now at the Central Intelligence Agency. And by the way, we do have a chief diplomat, don't we? Antony Blinken, Milk Toast Tony. And he was over there mumbling his way through negotiations for a little while. And then, then he flew home. And we haven't, I think he's in the witness protection program. We haven't seen the set. It's not like the world is on fire. Oh, wait, the world is on fire. And we're all going to die soon. That's a little Katie Porter reference and her nine-year-old girl. But where's our chief diplomat? Where's our secretary of state? Maybe he's in a, a tunnel in Gaza. Maybe he's being held hostage, as we haven't seen him in a long time. The CIA director, Burns, is going to try to secure the release of all hostages and call for a two-month ceasefire. But in the meantime, Hamas is torturing and raping and peeling the skin off the hostages that they have. And Joe Biden doesn't say a word about it, and our news media doesn't say a word about it. How many American hostages are being held? We really don't even know because we don't have a legitimate news media in America. They could care less about those human lives. Remember when they used to chant Black Lives Matter? That was a lie. They were lying about that. They don't believe that. I know they don't believe that because they don't believe any lives matter. That's the thing about the left. They've been consistent in that for many decades now. I've got updates for you on the Capitol Hill border deal. And the economy, which the news media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, tell us is booming. The economy is booming. 
And you may not be smart enough to know how good you've got it under Bidenomics, but the Washington Post has the story on the front page about how great the economy is. So we've got that coming up and uh, and a whole lot more. 888-630-9625. Chicago getting involved in foreign policy. It's a crazy world out there. 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Yeah, those darn Republicans in the Senate won't give Ukraine $60 billion. Well, in reality, that's what the Washington Post says. In reality, it's the Democrats won't uh, do anything to secure our border. Unless Ukraine gets $60 billion, they're holding America hostage. They've got a gun to our head, a gun in the baby's mouth, the hammer pulled back, their quivering finger on the trigger. As a, I'm just using Washington rhetoric, you know, trying to teach the Republicans how to play this game that the Democrats play every day. Let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. Let's go to Edward calling from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Eduardo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Yes, Chris. Thanks. Talk to you again. Welcome. Yes, and uh, I I have a simple solution to this uh, razor wire crisis on the Texas border. Uh I mean, the Biden administration claims that they want to take down the razor wire so their border agents can get through in case there's a legitimate reason to get on the other side. All Texas would have to do would be put a secure gate in the middle of the razor wire. They could do that. It would only cost thousands of dollars. And, you know, that should solve the problem, at least the way Biden's claiming it to be. There you go being practical again and coming up with practical solutions like a normal American, like someone from Western civilization. But you you acknowledge, Edward, that that's not what the Biden administration wants, right? That's correct. It certainly seems like it. it and this is what this whole... Uh, civil war that the Biden administration is launching reveals is that they will fight hammer and sickle, hammer and tongue, um, and they will fight to keep our border open. And anyone, any governor, along the way it happened in Arizona too, you try to secure our border, the Biden administration will fight you all the way to the Supreme Court. They will tear down any obstruction to illegal activity on our border. I wonder if the Biden family got millions of dollars from the cartels. That would explain everything. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Now, such goings on, such goings on. 
The uh, Democrats and the Biden administration with Barack Obama behind the curtain. Barack Obama, who promised the fundamental transformation of America. Joe Biden promised the fundamental transformation of our economy earlier this week. Barack Obama warned us years ago that we all better learn to speak Spanish. Because, you know, the commies always have a plan. What was the line in Hunt for Red October? Um, you know, the Ruskies don't uh, uh, take a beep without a plan, son. And uh, the lefties have a plan for the United States of America. It is to knock us down as many notches as they can economically, politically, to dilute our political power around the world so that the tyrants may reign supreme. From Xi Jinping, a ricochet rabbit, to uh, Vlad the Impaler Putin. And, you know, how many? How much money went from Putin allies in Russia into the Biden family coffers again? It was in the low millions, but it was a lot of money. And uh, the Chinese, of course, they got oh, also, you see, there's a funny thing yesterday. The, the governor of Wisconsin introduced Joe Biden at the event yesterday, and he referred to him as the big guy. The big guy. See, I guess uh, he read the New York Post reporting on this, too. Uh, or not, because he should know better than to call him the big guy. The, the thing is that the people in the news media, you can call Joe Biden big guy all you want, and the New York Times reporter at the White House doesn't know that that has any relevance at all because the New York Times reporter, like the Washington Post reporter, has no idea what was in the reporting from the New York Post about the laptop and Joe Biden being the big guy and Tony Bobolinsky explaining that big guy gets a 10% cut of all the action, and that's Joe Biden. Uh, and we've got a news media that doesn't follow the news, has no interest in the news. No wonder they don't report the news. They don't know what the news is. It's pretty extraordinary stuff, but I'll get to that. It's what's the name? Tony Evers, I think, is the the governor of Wisconsin, the uh, dairy state, and uh, amazing, amazing stuff. Now, uh, with that said, we've got a uh, we've got a lot. We've got a lot for you, and it's not just the border, but there is a lot of a lot of border certainly today because uh, there are those who are suggesting that uh, the United States has never been this close to civil war since uh, the Democrats fired on Fort Sumter, starting the first civil war in the United States of America. Now the Democrats are looking to tear the country apart again, and the Democrats are doing a good job of tearing the country apart. They love to balkanize the country along lines of race and ethnicity, uh, and of course by gender. And in San Francisco, there are more than 100 genders. In America, there are only two genders. And the Democrat Party, more than a hundred genders. And and let me just let me just say, you know, there there's a pretty clear cut choice here, I think today. And texting with friends this morning, um, I touched on this, and and with family too. If the Republican Party knew how to uh, engage in politics, and they apparently don't, if they knew how to message as a verb then this would be a, a great opportunity for them. Now, the corrupt news media, the bootlick news media, they're out there saying, oh, the Republicans just want to keep the border open because they want it as an election year issue, but they don't want to fix the border. That is, of course, the projection reality again, and it's the Russian playbook. 
It's the Russian playbook, the Soviet playbook, and that is they accuse you of doing whatever it is that they are doing. Victoria Newland, State Department, Obama administration under oath on Capitol Hill. It is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. And the Democrats do that every single day. They learn from the Russians. And when she says Russians, she really means the Soviets. That's the Soviet communist playbook to accuse you of doing what they are doing or what they are about to do. Because then when they do it, they say, well, you guys are doing it. And so we have to. uh, And it's the old commie playbook. But texting with friends this morning, uh, Maureen and others, the message ought to be, You are either with Greg Abbott, you stand with Greg Abbott, or you stand with the cartels. You stand with Greg Abbott, or you stand with the child sex traffickers. You stand with Greg Abbott, who's wheelchair-bound, by the way, or you stand with the fentanyl dealers, the fentanyl traffickers. And let me say, the Democrats stand with the cartels. The Democrats stand with the child sex traffickers. The Democrats, Joe Biden, where is Tara Reid anyway? Oh, yeah, she had to flee the country because she's so afraid of the Biden family after she revealed that Joe Biden sexually assaulted her when she was a Joe Biden staffer in the Senate on Capitol Hill. But Joe Biden and the Democrats are with the fentanyl traffickers. They are with the child sex traffickers. They are with the Mexican drug cartels that have murdered hundreds of thousands of people literally hanging them upside down from bridges and things and killing 100,000 Americans a year in fatal drug overdoses, more than 70,000 a year last year and the year before from fentanyl alone, which comes out of communist China, which is where the Wuhan Red Death came from at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And the Chinese communists funnel the fentanyl elements to the cartels in Mexico who then traffic the fentanyl across our Democrat Party open borders where more than 73,000 Americans died of fentanyl overdoses alone last year, fentanyl poisonings last year alone. Again, more than 58,000 Americans died in the Vietnam War between 1959 and 1975 And fentanyl alone killed more than 73,000 Americans last year, in one year. More than 100,000 fatal drug overdoses last year. Open borders have a great deal to do with that. If you're paying attention, you might be under the impression that the left does not have any regard for American lives. And when you come to that conclusion, you will be correct. They have no regard for American lives, and they're the left. They have no regard for human life. And they call 63 million abortions a good start. What do they? They also call it uh, women's health. They call it women's health. That's an interesting euphemism. But the talking point really ought to be that you are with Greg Abbott or you're with the cartels. You're with Greg Abbott or you're with the child sex traffickers. You're with Greg Abbott or you're with the fentanyl traffickers. And the Republicans, I don't know, they hire people to do this stuff, don't they? They could just listen to my show and steal my stuff. A lot of other radio shows do. The Republicans should do it, too. Honestly. Crazy, crazy times that we're in. And again, uh, President Trump 
uh, might have been listening to my radio show yesterday or somebody talking to him. Uh, he comes up with these great ideas on his own, too. But yesterday, and I credited my best girl yesterday morning because it was her idea. And so naturally, I would credit my best girl with the idea. My best girl over the newspaper, and she was having coffee. I was having orange juice. And um, said, my best girl said, you know, Republican governors around the country really ought to send National Guard troops from their states down to Texas as a show of solidarity and a show of force to defend the United States of America, to protect and defend the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And uh, right now, we need to secure our border. And again, the Biden administration and the Democrats, the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, are ringing the dinner bell to the entire world, declaring that our border is open. And if Texas tries to secure our border, Joe Biden will send troops down there to cut that razor wire and open the border again. And that sends the sign to Xi Jinping and to Vlad the Impaler. And we had this guy the other day, you'll all know who I am soon, right? You're too stupid to know who I am. You will know who I am soon. Should have been taken out with a helicopter gunship on the spot. But the Democrat Party. So President Trump urges states to surge National National Guard uh, to Texas as Abbott's standoff with Biden accelerates. And, And that was my best girl's idea yesterday morning. And I shared it with you yesterday morning. And President Trump is right to suggest that Republican governors do that. Former President Donald Trump on Thursday gave his backing to Texas Governor Greg Abbott amid the latter's feud with the Biden administration over border security, urging states to send their National Guard troops to the border and promising to work hand-in-hand with the state to combat the invasion if he's inaugurated again in January of 2025. In posts on Truth Social, Trump backed Governor Abbott and accused President Biden of fighting to tie the hands of the Republican governor so that the invasion continues unchecked. That's 100% accurate. They should fact-check that as true. They won't. A feud has been bubbling for months between Texas and the administration. It exploded in recent weeks after Texas seized the Shelby Park area of Eagle Pass, Texas, and blocked Border Patrol from entering. That's because Border Patrol is just waving all the illegals in to the country, and Texas decided they wanted to protect their sovereignty, even if the federal government doesn't want to protect the sovereignty of the United States, which is fundamental to fulfilling his oath of office as president of the United States, and impeachment proceedings should have begun long ago on that charge alone. Call it treason. Call it what you want. But impeachment proceedings should have already begun because of Joe Biden's war against the states, states that want to fulfill their constitutional obligations and their oaths of office to protect and defend. And it continues sparking protests and threats of legal action from the administration because, well, not just threats of legal action, they took legal action, it went to the Supreme Court because they want open borders. The Supreme Court this week also found in the administration's favor when it was granted an emergency appeal 
to allow agents to keep cutting border wire set up by Texas along the border after a lower court had blocked the administration from doing so. Time to appeal that again on new grounds. The two sides have been feuding since 2021 when the migrant crisis escalated and Texas launched Operation Lone Star to surge resources to the border. The administration recently sued over an uh, anti-illegal immigration law that allowed state and local law enforcement to arrest illegal immigrants. That's because it's illegal and they're law enforcement. But the Democrats say, no, they've... Well, what did we had the soundbite yesterday from the guy in Chicago? You can't make illegal legal. Well, no, that's not true. You can. The Democrats make illegal legal all the time. Crime is at all-time high. You know, you can't make illegal legal. You know, no matter what you look, no matter how you do it, you can't make illegal legal. Well, the Democrats can make illegal legal. They made pot legal. And it's legal most places now. They made uh, uh, magic mushrooms legal in Washington, D.C. You can go buy magic mushrooms in stores where you can buy pot so you can trip your brains out, smoke lots of dope. And then, like this young woman in Prince George's County, uh, drive around running people over and stabbing people because it's Mad Max beyond Thunderdome. They're not liberals. This is the left. It's anarchy. And Andre Smith in Chicago, who's running for a statewide office there for a a state house uh, seat in Illinois. You can't make illegal legal. No, they no. They make pot legal and make mushrooms legal. They make shoplifting legal. They make organized mob shoplifting legal. They make stealing up to nine hundred and fifty dollars from businesses legal. They make crime legal all the time. Then when people are, they make rioting legal. They made rioting legal. Three days of riots at the White House, forcing the evacuation of the president and the first family. Not a single person was sentenced to a day in jail. They made rioting legal. One of the Democrat rioters torched the Church of the Presidents. I think it's an 1815 church, St. John's, across from the White House. They set it on fire. They set the only building in Lafayette Park on fire. Nobody went to jail. They injured 160 to 180 police officers just in those three days of riots outside the White House in Lafayette Park. Uh, they attacked the the Reagan Center. They attacked the Republican Center. Uh, nobody was sentenced to anything. They made rioting legal. And then when a whole bunch of people in America thought, hey, rioting's legal now, they went to the Capitol, had a little two-hour riot, and suddenly it's not allowed anymore. Suddenly it's Pearl Harbor. It's 9-11 all over again. Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed while unarmed by a, uh, you might as well call him a racist, uh, police officer, U.S. Capitol Police, Where's he been? He was the hero of the story. He shot and killed an unarmed woman without warning for allegedly trespassing. No, it was insurrection. Every Democrat riot was an insurrection. Attacks on police stations, courthouses, police in the streets, burning police cars. Those are all rebellions or uprisings against civil authority, against established authorities, and the Democrats do it constantly. Never mind that. President Trump is right. Republican governors should be sending National Guard troops down in buses and planes and then filling the buses and planes with illegals and moving them to Martha's Vineyard with the airplanes, moving them to Chicago and New York and Washington with the buses. Screw you guys. How about that? They picked a fight. 
as Americans, do we stand down or do we stand up? Yeah, liberals over and over again say, well, we want open borders so that people will come clean our toilets and wash our dishes in the back of the house and restaurants. They, uh, Mark Levin last night pointed out that the Democrats are defending slavery again, fighting for slavery again, for sex slavery and child sex slavery and child labor slavery and indentured servitude to the cartels because it takes them years to pay the cartels back in many cases, and that is indentured servitude. And the left is fighting for that system as they did in the 1860s. They're not on our side. I've got crazy audio for you on this topic, media and otherwise, coming up. In the meantime, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Mike, calling from beautiful Sunshine, Maryland. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Uh, Chris, thanks for taking my call. You know, the leftists, uh, they don't care about American lives, fentanyl and, and everything, but they also don't care about the lives of those coming to our poorest border. Um, I ask your listening audience to Google rape trees. They, they dot our southern border, and they're festooned with undergarments of the young women who have been sexually assaulted under those rape trees by coyotes. And I can only imagine the, the number of lives that have been destroyed um, uh, because of this, this uh, porous border. Uh, you're 100% right, of course, and I hope that people are aware of uh, the rape trees that the, the human traffickers uh, have turned into a thing along our southern border, and, and it is profoundly disturbing to anybody with uh, a shred of humanity left in them. And honestly, you're either with Gov- Governor Abbott or you are with the cartels. You're with Governor Abbott or you are with the child sex traffickers. You are with Governor Abbott or you are for uh, fentanyl traffickers and, and more deaths. It's a pretty simple equation. It's about national sovereignty. It's about the law. But uh, as you know, Mike, the Democrats have no regard for our sovereignty or for our laws. That is correct, Chris. And one last thing I'd like to say is that, you know, there are young women who are given, believe it or not, plan B uh, as they're making the trek up through Mexico, they know that they're given plan B by, you know, relatives and family because they know that they're going to be assaulted at least once uh, during this, that dangerous trip. And it's just amazing to me that people want this forced border to, uh, to remain porous. The lack <laughs> of humanity on the part of the left. I mean, look, the left, they're, as long as you, you got to recognize they're not liberals, they're the left. And some of them are too stupid to know that they've been pushed over Uh, across the line, but it is a time for choosing in America. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker, although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.